Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Amy Sproston before the 2017 Western States 100. How are you, Amy? I'm great. How are you? All right. You have run this race, if I'm not mistaken, four of the last six years. That's correct. Uh, you kind of feel like a fixture here now. Does it feel that way to you? A little bit, yeah. And it was really nice to take a break of about two years. Yeah. And then it was great to come back last year. One year where you weren't entered, I don't think, and one year I where was, you... Well, I'd gotten third in 2013, and then I tore my hamstring at Comrades and had to walk the last 15 miles. Mm. And so I'd States was just not a not possibility. Happening. So I was out for 14 then, and then didn't run in 15 and race back in came in back yeah so you have two eighths a second and a third in that stretch i think and yep what brings you back i mean because you've accomplished a lot here yeah i mean it really is i mean uh a little cliche again but it's the community it's the history of the race um it's also just really nice to have a big early season goal to kind of keep me keep me motivated and training because i do um i've just got a lot going on in terms of work and travel and so it's good to have something on the schedule to actually keep me racing. Um, speaking of keeping things on the schedule to keep you racing, I was only able to find one result for you since Western States last year. You know, we won Silver State 50 last month. And yep. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, I did States last year and I felt great. I'd had some hamstring problems leading up to States, but at States I had no issues, felt great in recovery. And then about three weeks before UTMB I started to feel some niggles mm -hmm. and by the time UTMB like the week of UTMB like running four miles in Chamonix was painful yeah. so it was really dumb of me to to start UTMB last year and then um I mean I, I stopped in part for some like I was just vomiting and whatnot but when I when I got to where I could eat again I also just like my hamstrings were toast to the point that I just couldn't pick up running anymore so mm -hmm. I knew it was going to be a 30 mile walk and then after trying to recover from UTMB like my hamstrings I got an MRI and I just had some tearing and kind of like chronic tearing and fraying at the attachment so I really didn't run all winter I took so, a good three months off and have you how have the hamstrings felt since then are you you know I was really cautious and I I, I feel like it's kind of a chronic injury for like I feel like women have a lot of longevity in the sport but mm -hmm. the one thing that kind of takes people out is like chronic hamstring issues for okay. women um and so kind of keeping that in mind, I was really careful of trying to like listen to my body and not like run through pain in the winter and, and spring. And so I, I did a really slow build up back. Um, and so my hamstrings are great. Um, any, you know, rehab or, you know, strengthening or anything yeah, I mean, in particular? I see a PT every two weeks kind of year round. Um, okay. So I'm always kind of working on stuff. Um, but yeah, they're, they're good. I feel pretty healthy. I mean, I feel healthy in general. So I just, I'm, I'm not as fit as I want to be, but I'm never as fit as I want to be. I think I'm a little less fit than I usually am less fit than I want to be. Um, but yeah, I'm also, I'm doing UTMB again this year. And whereas I'm usually pretty consistent here, I'm a, like, I'm a train wreck at UTMB. So I'm really hoping that I may not be as fit here, but that will work my way into UTMB and then I'm doing Cappadocia and then a, a race in Guatemala. So I'm hoping to maybe have a better end of the season this year than... Sort of saving yourself a bit? Yeah. Um, but you do have a lot of experience here and especially in a day where there's snow in the beginning and heat later, like that means a lot. I mean, what on Saturday, Sunday, what do you think the best you can do this year is? You know, even though I don't feel quite as fit as last year, I mean, you always want to kind of go after what you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. So last year I broke 19 for the first time, which I was really excited about. And I've been pretty consistent. If you look at my times from 11, 12, 13, and 14, and granted one was a snow course, one was a cold year. They all had, were kind of different, and one mm -hmm. was a really hot year, and then last yeah. year was kind of 
Wow. Benign, yeah. Um, so they've all been very different years, but my times have been within like 1854 and like 1936. So and there's been, been a general trend in the, the positive general direction. General trend, but like, you know, slower than faster than middle than faster. So, I mean, yeah. a trend, but like I'm pretty consistent. Mm -hmm. So I'm really just hoping... And one of those years I had strained a calf and had not run super high mileage. So yeah, I'm hoping that course knowledge and consistency will will hopefully work this year as well. And maybe you don't have your A game, like is top five still in the... In you know, the I would never have guessed. I don't think anyone would have guessed I would have been second last year or... Yeah. I mean, maybe when I was third, I, that maybe was more expected but last year i don't think anyone would have picked me for a second i mean maybe five people did in the you know the pre-picks or whatever um so i don't think people would normally pick me for podium but i've podium here the last two times i've run it so i'm not saying i'm no. i don't think i really have a chance at podium but you never know how the day is going to unfold and so there's always a chance i guess yeah so um now that you've had these you know series of strong finishes and consistent and like in a in a very smart way like do you at all look at like I guess now Megan Laws, but like Megan Arbogast and like mm. kind of that history and like could it be like you're sort of building in that direction to continue progressing and I, I mean I would love to have longevity that Megan has. I think we all would. Yeah. Um, and again, I think states is just a great like I don't like to go back to races generally, although I I've gone to states several times and I keep kind of banging my head on the wall that is which is a different UTMB story. To me. Yeah. Um, but there is something to be said for like that early season like historic big hundred. So yeah, I would love to potentially keep coming back here and, and trying to and trying to continue to improve. Um, again, this year I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I'll kind of just stay in the top 10, like maybe, you know, sneak my way in next year so that maybe next year, you know, assuming injury and, and work travel and whatnot allow yeah. me to, to really like focus on, on having that like perfect day at States. Yeah. Speaking of work travel, it's something that I deal with and trying to be a runner myself and uh, you definitely do. Uh, like how much have you traveled so far this year and how do you fit any training in with it? I mean, since December, I've gone to three separate trips to Africa. So Uganda, Rwanda, Colombia. In March, I went around the world in 12 days where I stopped in London, Delhi, and Myanmar for four days each. Mm -hmm. uh, I was somewhere in, I went to Costa Rica in May for a race. So I did do another race. I did a 50K in Costa Rica okay. a week after Silver State. And then I was just in Uganda for work two weeks ago. Um, I, I, I really, that's one thing I really enjoy about um, running is you can run anywhere. And I, I, and I don't have that, I need to be on a trail or I, I, I'm happy on a treadmill, I'm happy on the road, I'm happy on a trail. Because yeah. some of the places you go yeah. probably aren't the best place to even be out by yourself running in the roads or even. Uh, no, but I, I mean, I don't think I've ever been, since I went back to Afghanistan last year and did an outdoor running camp in Bamiyan, that was the only country I'd never actually run in. Yeah. I mean, I've run in the streets in South Sudan, I've run in Iraq, I've run in um, a lot of places that are, I mean, like when you're running in, in Kurdish Iraq, you're getting a lot of looks. Um, so it may not be comfortable, but it's not dangerous. And so I almost enjoy that kind of like trying to, you know, get people to start seeing women running in those types of environments. Sort of so pushing training, perspective training's a little bit. not perfect, but you can usually get out anywhere you go. Gotcha. And even coming back from trips like that, like leaves one pretty tired. Like how do you transition back into I'm, trying to have a good routine again when you're yeah. home? I mean, I think, I mean, I might, if I unfortunately joined Strava like a year ago and <laughs> I had avoided Strava for, for years and I, because I think a lot of runners are competitive. So then, and I do enjoy like going out, going to new countries and making sure I try to tag at least one course record in every country I go to. Um, but um, I think the, the 
one thing about the travel is it does give you for stressed and so like if you look at Strava like I don't have the highest mileage of anyone they're predicting for the top 10 I'm yeah. probably at the bottom in terms of mileage I'm averaging like 60 or 70 miles a week whereas a lot of the girls are averaging women are averaging 120 or yeah. so 100 to 120 um, so I'm definitely um, not overtrained, and I think that's one thing good thing about travel is it does every time I go to Africa there's two travel days on the way there and there's two travel days on the way back um, sometimes I can sneak in a run um, during travel often not so you have kind of those forced rest periods but I think is actually not a bad thing at the end of the day I think a lot of people probably don't rest enough so gotcha and what are you excited for on Saturday um you know I'm just kind of excited I you know kind of to see where I'm at um, mm -hmm. how I compare to this field um, again, it's really just the energy of states. Um, kind of, it's it's kind of hard to explain to people that haven't run states. But I mean, to me, the course is not the most interesting course that I've done. Um, there's parts of it I don't love. There's parts that I do really like. Um, but it's you know coming into Robinson Flat and just having like the crowds there. And, and it's not like a UTMB-sized crowds by any means. But but it's people you know, and it's it's a really kind of fun community and just the energy and the excitement so I'm really excited for those kind of seeing my crew and um you know enjoying the heat and yeah so. enjoying and hating the heat at the same time yeah I mean I I always say that I love heat and I like that feeling when you get in a hot car and it's or like that feeling when you're just about to start having heat stroke <laughs> um you know I, I I used to try when I lived in DC I'd try to run like at lunch downtown or like of that hot like baking time of the day so when i'm around it i love it the problem is bend has been very i've been back for two weeks and so i came from costa rica and kampala which were both warm mm -hmm. but then the weekend back in bend the first weekend it was snowing so you know you're maybe bend has not been super hot gotcha so. well i think you'll make deal with the heat yeah. best of luck out there amy and Thank have you. fun